This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you. Our final half hour here today. Angela Cocott will be in after 3 o'clock. We'll have some more time as well for your calls and your texts at 403-974-8255. I wanted to spend some time talking about whether we're on the path to and whether we should be on the path to a cashless society and the stops along the way. It seems to come up a lot. And I know in the debate around getting rid of the penny and then maybe the nickel or the dime, it seems to come up a lot. You know, Rob, it's just uh, we're on the path to a cashless society. And maybe we are. Is that something we should be worried about? Maybe we're starting to see that transition, a move toward demonetization, which is not necessarily a cashless society, but cutting back on the amount of cash that's out there circulating. Uh, very interesting piece today in the National Post about demonetization, what's happening in India right now, for example, and where countries like Canada and the U.S. are going. Uh, joining us on the line is the author of that piece, uh, Stephen Gordon. is an economist at the University of Laval in Quebec. Stephen, great to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Well, thank you. All right, well, explain the concept of demonetization, first of all. Well, the uh, basic idea is that, uh, you know, we're not, you know, not talking about taking away people's wealth. I'm mean, not taking away, like, their assets. Right, exactly. Basically, stop using, basically, you know, making much less use of cash itself, like bills and coins, to make transactions. I mean, most people, I mean, anybody who's got a bank card, a debit card, and, you know, these days with cell phones, uh, it's... Uh, it's, you, you don't actually need to have a lot of cash to make you know, the transactions that you want. So it's, that's basically it, using, using less and less and perhaps even zero cash to make those transactions. All right. And, and I think we're at the point where a lot of us don't really use cash unless we absolutely have to for some reason. But so if, if I'm a guy who's got, you know, suitcases full of $100 bills at home, the government's well, not then, necessarily yeah, coming for that's that. The thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe people are saying, well, no, what are you doing with suitcases full of $100 bills? <laughs> exactly. uh, and, uh, and that's, the, uh, that's really where, where this is going because, um, because when you start answering that question, a lot of the answers are, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, you know, either, you know, like a lot of it is either, either a tax, you know, tax evasion, which is illegal, or you're using it to you know, finance various illicit activities, which are also illegal. So um, you know, there's, uh, you know, that that's sort of getting to be the issue. Like, uh, like the, I mean, like apparently half of the of the uh, United States hundred dollar bills, which you know, they say a huge amount of hundred dollar hundred dollar bills. Apparently, half of them are circulating outside the United States. Wow. You know, so you know, it's not clear what role that that that, that currency is playing. So, how does the government get them out of circulation? Oh, um, well. Uh, these bills, like they, they do deteriorate, and so at some point, you know, they go, they go, they go back to banks and they get replaced. Mm-hmm. And what would happen is that they would, you know, the bank of say it's the Bank of Canada who's doing this. Bank of Canada would just say, oh, from now on, you know, a hundred dollar bills are let's say hundred bills are no longer currency. That means you can't, pay, you know, nobody's obliged to accept that as payment for anything. You know, they're literally worthless. You, you might get somebody to accept it, but it's the same way that you might get somebody to accept, you know, a pile of rocks. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, there's no obligation. Like, that's, a, that's the big thing about uh, the Bank of Canada's paper is that you're, you know, you're, you are obliged to accept it as a payment of a debt. If you say, no, well, you know, $100 bills are taken off that list, well, then they become worthless. 
And what you'd have to do is, you know, there's there's always a you know a grace period where people can go and trade their you know hundred dollar bills for twenties. So it's kind of like the opposite of taking the penny out of circulation, or similar, I guess. Then maybe well, to say, exactly, well, look, exactly the same, yeah. exactly the same thing. Taking out of circulation, like for there was a little grace period. You could go to the bank and get you know change your pennies for nickels or whatever, and uh, and, and then at a very certain point. Well, they just stop issuing them, and people, you know, if there's no steady new inflow of uh, new pennies, eventually, you know, they die out. Same thing with, uh, with the hundred-dollar bills. Uh, so, th- there's is there an incentive then for governments to do this, and should should citizens care either way? Well, there's a couple. I mean, as I mentioned, like the uh, you know, just concerns about tax evasion and illegal activities, uh, which is largely cash-based. And uh, there's now in a world where interest rates are very close to zero, uh, central banks are kind of interested in this too, just because it, makes it, uh, it would make it easier for monetary policy to uh, to be conducted. <clears throat> right now, you know, we have to bank the banks, Bank of Canada, are against what we call the zero lower bound. You know, you can't really uh, re- reduce interest rates below zero because um, at some point people would just stop holding their money in banks and lose money. We just hold it as cash, and if you sort of take that option away, well, you can actually can you know have interest rates that are negative. Now that sounds horrible, but then again, you know we're used to having you know high inflation and money losing value anyway, so it's not really that it's not really new in in that sense. Mm-hmm. And, and there are people who are not necessarily engaged in illicit activity, but like the anonymity of cash, uh, and that's, yeah, that's why true. things like Bitcoin have have a lot of appeal. Yeah, that's uh, well. Even well, of course, even there, I mean, Bitcoin. A lot of that is activity is illicit, um, and that is that is definitely a debate people are, we're going to have to have. You know, to what extent? Um, you know, you, 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 you can sort of argue that you know transactions should be anonymous to other people, but you know, to what extent should they be anonymous from the government? I mean, it, if we have a GST, um, you know, those uh, that transaction should be registered somehow. So. But, but yeah, that is still a very important issue uh, that we haven't we, we haven't even started. Uh, to what extent um, can we expect any kind of anonymity? You can you know you can buy lots of things anonymously with twenty dollar bills, and that you know at, at this point I don't think anybody's really too worried about that. So what's happening in India right now? Yeah, that's the that's the that was the big thing that started me on writing it. Um, they're they're eliminating the 500 and 100 rupee 1,000 uh, rupee notes. Uh, 1,000 rupees is about 20 dollars Canadian, and that's basically 80 more so like 86 percent of the total value of their money. And they're doing it because the Indian economy is so heavily cash based that they've basically lost any kind of ability to, to uh, impose taxes, and a lot of that money is being used for to finance illegal activities, including terrorist organizations. So what they've done is they've uh, announced that, you know, as of uh, January 1st, the, the, those, the, that, those currency bills, those bills will no longer be currency. And you know, it's not going very well. Uh, they do, there is a certain period, a grace period to change their money for the new bills that they're going to be issuing. Uh, the problem is that India is, uh, well, not like Canada, there are a lot of people who are extremely poor and who also live in rural areas and they don't necessarily have access to banks. You know, the, the, the whatever wealth they might have had is actually is in the form of these uh, old old bills. In fact, not at all clear that these people are going to be able to get themselves to a bank to exchange for new notes. So, 
there's going to be a lot of issues, and especially and also administrative issues. Uh, there are cash shortages, and uh, a shortage of cash basically works out to a gigantic uh, contractionary monetary policy. So India is looking at a pretty serious recession. Well, yeah, I mean, as you say, look, this this is obviously a very bumpy transition. It doesn't seem as though anything's going to be happening overnight in, in countries like Canada or the U.S. on this. Yeah, except that when you do these things, you kind of have to do it quickly. Um, you know, the decision might take a while, but once you do it, you have to kind of have to do it quickly. Because, you know, just, you know, just, be, just because you want to you you have you want to move to the new regime pretty quickly. Yeah, very interesting. Well, people can find your piece today. It's up at uh, nationalpost.com. Yeah, actually, Steve, be, actually uh, yeah, it's going to be published tomorrow. Right? So, uh, get up, oh, it's going to be in the paper tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, it's online today. Uh, great talking to you as always. Thanks for making some time for us here. No problem. Bye. All right. That's economist uh, Stephen Gordon. Some thoughts from him on uh, where things are at uh, regarding the, the move to a, a cashless society. Right? I think he's, he's not saying, you know, we got to do this. I think what he's saying, what he writes in his piece, he says, virtually all existing scenarios for the future imagine a world without cash, and they're probably right. The tricky bit will be managing the transition. All right, well, let's take a break, and we'll come back. Your thoughts on the idea of a cashless society, or even the, the interim step of taking the high-denomination bills out of circulation. And we've got some other stuff to get to as well here. 403-974-TALK. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.